Good morning, everyone on Facebook. Thank you for joining us here in beautiful Southern California. It's sunny and nice. Come on out and join us if you can, if you're ever in the area. We are in Laguna Hills, California. So praise God. We'll turn around and give someone a hug if you will. Tell them happy Saturday. Praise God forevermore. We love you. Give yourself a hug. Someone online, just run to give someone a hug in Jesus' name. <laughs> love you. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us today. We love you. You're loved. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. God is good. We're going to start this morning by taking up our offering like we always do. And I just want to read from the Italian prophet Malachi again. Malachi 3 8. Malachi 3.8, also the last book in the Old Testament. <laughs> also, if you're supporting us online, you can give at elishamarkministries.com, and there's a giving link there. We have text to give on there as well to support this ministry we're involved in, and um, you'll be blessed, we're blessed, and we thank you for your partnership and support, and we love you all. So thank you for um, sowing into this ministry. We stand with you for a hundredfold return. Harvest on every seed you sow into this ministry in Jesus' precious name. Amen. So be it. Malachi, eight, uh, Malachi 3 8 says, Will a man rob God? You have robbed me, but you say, In what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings, therefore thou art cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me. So the tithe belongs to God. And that word tithe in Hebrew literally means the tenth. The tenth in Hebrew. So that's 10% on every dollar that comes into your possession. God says belongs to him. Amen. So it's up to you to get with God and ask him, Lord, where is my local church and where should I be tithing? Amen. And he'll place a stamp of approval in his name on that place where you're getting fed, his storehouse. Amen. And that's where you'll flourish. That's where your harvest is. Amen. So in tithes and offerings, you're cursed with a curse for you've robbed me, even the whole nation. Bring all the tithes. So that's 10 cents on every dollar. Don't miss that. Amen. Keep tithing. Amen. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse. There may be food in my house. That's your local church. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, the only verse in the Bible. God asks you and invites us to try him in is the tithe, the tenth, ten cents on every dollar. Says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the floodgates of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. The only verse in the Bible, God is going to do something about Satan, which John 10, 10 says comes, comes to steal, kill, and destroy, Jesus said. He's going to back you up. That's promised to the tither and the tither alone. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes, the tither, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field. So if you're a tither, you have a right to that verse and say, my business is blessed in the field and yes. will continue to bear fruit yes. and flourish and all the work of my hands prospers. Yes. I am a tither and I have tithing rights and I stand upon those promises in Jesus' precious yes. name. Amen. So that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground. Your business is now protected because you're a tither. That's a great promise to have if you're an entrepreneur in ministry, you have a church, a ministry, or your own business. Amen? Yes. Uh, your business is blessed, your ministry is blessed, and the enemy cannot touch the fruit, your harvest. Nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. Say, my business is blessed. Everything I put my hand to prospers. I claim tithers' rights in Jesus' name. Says the Lord of hosts, and all nations will call you blessed, for you'll be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. So you ought to be delightful if you're a tither, amen? Uh, you ought to be a delight, amen? The Bible promises you, you will be a delightful land. And people are going to take notice of your delightfulness. Amen? <laughs> Praise God forevermore. So, Lord, we just lift up our tithes and offerings to you. We thank you that it's a well-pleasing sacrifice in your sight. We thank you, Lord, that the windows of heaven are open to us, the floodgates literally, and that you're pouring out blessing on us. There's not room enough to receive it, so we bless others with it in exchange. We bless you, Lord. We thank you that the devourer is rebuked for our sakes as tithers, and we stand upon our rights, privileges, and we give you all the praises for it, and we honor and worship you 
with tithes and offerings, a sweet-smelling sacrifice and savor in your sight. And if you agree with that, say amen. 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 Just give us your name and information and how we can pray for you online. There's a comment box online for prayer requests, too. So let us know how we can agree with you. Uh, you, Say your business is struggling, your ministry's been struggling. Just let us know how to agree with you so we can pray and agree. Amen? Amen. I'm also, it's uh, our ministry and myself and, and Clarissa are also supporting Terry and Renee Mize. And his ministry is terrymize.com. He just celebrated 51 years in ministry, full-time ministry, praise God. And he's good soil. And um, they're believing for 20 grand. I know uh, some of it's already come in, praise God forevermore. But uh, stand with us in agreement for that. It's going to be a great seed for them to just um, get on television, praise God. Free airtime has been offered to them. And this is just the production cost that uh, they're believing for, the 20000 and to get an amazing ministry off uh, on television. And that will speed up Jesus' coming, uh, I guarantee it. And that is a great seed. Amen. If you have to sell a car to get in on that, you may want to do that and think about that. Amen. That's going to be a blessing to you. I guarantee that. They are good soil. I have proven them time and again. We've tied from this ministry to them as well. And we'll continue to do so until the Lord says stop. And if he ever does. Amen. And um, it worketh. Amen. They're, they're good ground. They're good soil. I have had a surplus of business sowing into their ministry. Amen. Uh, you can tell a tree by its fruit. Amen. Uh, if you're sowing into a place and it's not producing for you, check up on the ground. Amen? Check up on the soil. But they are a ministry of integrity, and I guarantee they're good ground. Amen? So with that, we'll get right into the Word. Amen? Heavenly Father, thank you. We lift up our tithes and offerings to you. We thank you, Lord, for the promised return in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, it's good to be with you all this morning on a lovely Saturday. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Mom and Dad are back for their trip. They went to Washington. Praise God. Had a great time in the wilderness. <laughs> Sightseeing and all that goodness. And it's um, Clarissa's mom and dad, John and Chris. My in-loves, I call them. Uh, their anniversary was yet today. Yesterday. Their anniversary was yesterday. And Pastor Art and Joanne Aragon, who we went to be with last night, their anniversary is today. So we wish all of you happy anniversaries. And your parents are celebrating 39 years of marriage. Amen. Praise God forevermore. We love you, John and Chris. Thank you for being an example to us and to our children. We bless you. Thank you. Amen. And Hebrews 1.14, we'll start here. We're going to continue on authority. Has anybody been reading the book of Ephesians? Has anybody been listening to our podcast? You know, we're on podcast too at Word at the Ranch. So you can check out our podcast and on Facebook at Elisha Mark Ministries if you want to watch the video instead. But the podcasts are great. Amen. I like those. They're fast and I just listen to them when I run. They're good stuff. Terry Mize also has a great podcast too if you're into podcasts. Terry Mize Podcast. Awesome. Um, Hebrews 1.14. And we're continuing on authority. Last week we were in the book of Ephesians. I hope everyone's dwelling in Ephesians because that's the quintessential book on our authority as a believer. And the devil will fight you more on anything than on your authority and you learning your authority than any other subject. He does not want you to know your authority on this earth. Because when you do, he's on the run. Amen? And he has no more room to operate. Once you know your authority. Amen? So again, the book of Ephesians is a quintessential book. After that is the book of Hebrews is where I want to begin to get. And for this month, the rest of this month, if we can dwell in the book of Hebrews, it would serve us much good. Amen? In aiding our authority. So Hebrews 1.14, if we could go there with us from Ephesians to Hebrews. Again, the top two books on authority, I believe, are Ephesians and Hebrews. Hebrews 1.14 says this. Is everybody there? I'm going. 1.14. says, are they not all ministering spirits? I'd like to talk on angels today as well. Are they not all ministering spirits talking about angels here? Amen? Sent forth to minister for those who will inherit salvation. Just notice that this week. Who will inherit salvation. Doesn't say who have inherited salvation. It says who will inherit salvation. You know, every person who's born into the earth has an angel assigned to them. Amen? The Bible says that. Everyone has at least one guardian angel. It says, Jesus lighteth every man that entereth into the world. Everyone is given one guardian angel. It takes a lot of distraction from the enemy and a lot of pollution to drown out his voice in your life. Our angel and everybody in this world are pulling us and them to the Lord. 
which is why sinners, young sinners, young kids, everywhere they go is just loud. Loud music, loud talk, loud speech, drugs, alcoholism is huge in the United States because people are trying to drown out their angel's voice so that they're not bringing them to the Lord. Amen? They're going, you got to drown out your conscience. Amen? To not hear it. And you're drowning out the voice of the angel as well. Uh, that's why people in the world are just, they're loud. And there's loud music everywhere, amen? amen. They're trying to drown out their conscience because the Lord's tugging on them. That angel, that ministering spirit's tugging on them just like he did me to bring me back to the Lord, my creator, amen? My Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So it says there in Hebrews 1.14, are they not all ministering spirits? Say all. all. So that's all angelic beings, all hosts of heaven are servants. Ministering means servants, amen? amen. Servant spirits sent forth to serve for those who will inherit salvation. Amen. You're preordained before the world began, the Bible says. You're called to inherit salvation. You just need to receive it. Amen. And it's really easy. All you have to do is receive His Son, Jesus Christ, and you get saved the moment you do. Amen. You believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and the Bible promises you, you shall be saved. Amen. So angels are ministering servant spirits sent to minister for those who will inherit salvation. They are always working behind the scenes to bring people into their proper position and their inheritance. They were at work bringing you to the Lord and they're at work trying to believe, bring the unbeliever to the Lord right now. Amen, amen. You can run, but you can't hide. All the sins of man are opened unto the Lord. Amen. If you're hiding something, it's not hidden. Amen? You're an open book to Him. Amen? If you're in sin, He knows it. Amen? And your life is completely an open book to Him. Amen? You ain't hiding nothing. Amen? Even those in the world, you may run, but you can't hide. You know, I, I claim people's salvation. Uh, if the Lord highlights someone on the street, I say, I claim their salvation in Jesus' name. And according to my authority, it's too late for them. Amen? They're going to get saved. Amen? The, I ask, Lord, send labors across their harvest. I bind the Spirit working in their life. I claim their salvation in Jesus' name. And when I say that, based on my authority, ministering spirits go forth and bring the word to that person, bring others to that person, and they're just constantly getting hit with the gospel. Amen? And they come to the Lord. Amen? Many have sown and few reap. Many reap indeed as well. Amen? So some sow the word, some pull them into the kingdom. Amen? There's a lot of word going forth. Amen? Praise God forevermore. And angels are behind it, ministering it. Amen? Bringing people into the kingdom. Just like me and you. Tugging on our hearts. Amen? Come on. Come on home. Come on back. Amen? Again, you can run, but you cannot hide. <laughs> Everything's open unto the Lord. So your time face to face with God is going to come, and you will have to decide. Either life or death, good or bad, peace or turmoil, fear or love. And I believe the opposite of fear is love. It says perfect love casteth out all fear. Amen. And I want to hit on fear today and deal with the spirit of fear today. Amen. Because there's a lot of Christians still in turmoil, still in fear. Amen. And that's a spirit that needs to be dealt with and cast off your life. Amen. If you're a worry wart, that's a spirit of fear in operation. Amen. Worry stems from the spirit of fear. And that's got to be dealt with. Amen. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Amen? That's the spirit you're in in Christ Jesus. If you're outside of Christ, you're in the spirit of fear. You need to be delivered. And the only way you can get free of fear is through Jesus Christ. He eliminates the fear of death. Amen? All fear comes and stems through the fear of death. Satan uses it. Amen? He threatens you with death. Well, you've been delivered from the fear of death. You've been delivered from that bondage if you're in Christ. If you're in Christ, you live forever. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Your body will go to the dust, hopefully at 120 years, which the Bible says is your lifespan. But you live forever if you're in Christ. Amen. Amen. You are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. This earth suit will go back to the earth. But you live forever. Amen. So there is no more fear of death to the Christian, which eliminates worry in your life. If you don't have a fear of death, you could care less how your bills are going to get paid. I, I don't die. I live forever. What can happen to me? When the pressure's on financially or in your health, I, I'm an eternal spirit. I, I live forever. Once that fear of death is eliminated, 
Every other fear should be eliminated. Amen? So if you're a worry wart, you got a fear problem. Amen? Amen? But the Bible says in 1 John, perfected working love casteth out all fears. Ha ha ha. Say, I'm free indeed. Amen? He who the Son sets free is free indeed. Amen? He delivered you from the bondage of fear. That spirit has been broken through Jesus Christ, and I'm here this morning to enforce it. Amen? We rebuke that spirit of fear off your life. If you're the person who's been telling me <laughs> to take care for the last four years, <laughs> I just got this revelation in the restroom this morning. You have taken care and you need to deal with the spirit of fear immediately today. Amen? <laughs> Do not take care. That is unscriptural. God takes your care. He is your caretaker. Amen? He cares for you more than you care for yourself. He is your creator and your caretaker. Amen? You don't have to worry about your problems. That's you saying, I need to take care of myself. I need to take my cares. And that is a form of pride and not humility, according to the Word. True humility does what the Word says. It casts the whole of their care onto Him, because He cares for us. He's God. He's bigger than you and me. And He can handle it. Your body may not be able to hand up to that pressure, but He can. Amen? So I cast the whole of my care. I'm usually always joyful, because I refuse to take care. Amen? Now under my breath, when people tell me to take care, I say, you have it. I don't take their care. I'm not taking your cares. I'm not taking their cares, and neither should you. He is the caretaker, not you. Again, true humility says, I do what the Word says. I cast all of my cares on you, for you care for me. How are you going to pay your I don't care. I could care less. <laughs> How are you going to get it out? I don't care. What about your kids? I don't care. I can't tell you how much I don't care. <laughs> Jesus said it in Mark 10, 23. Have faith in God. That's the answer for everything. So I could care less. If your faith is in Him, you can care less. Amen? If your faith is in yourself, you can care more. <laughs> but if it's in Him, I guarantee you, you will care less. He is your caretaker. Amen? So let it all go. Let it go on Him. Again, if you're a compulsive worrier, you're a, you have the habit of taking your own care. And you need to start practicing and developing the habit of casting your cares when they come in. You take them captive and you cast it on him. Nope, cast, nope, cast. Every single one so you can live happy like me, joyful and carefree. I'm Elisha Vananti, I approve this message. Everyone knows I'm happy. At age five, I was telling people, keep it happy. Keep it happy. Keep it happy. How do you do that? By not caring. By not worrying. Amen? Yeah. By trusting yes. that he's your God and not you. Yes, Lord. Keep it happy. <laughs> Praise God forevermore. You may want to adopt that into your life. Yes. Keep it happy. When the pressure's on, I keep it happy. Cast all my cares on him, I'm happy. People know I'm happy. Happiness exudes from me. Amen? Because I'm not being burned down by cares. Amen? People are unhappy because they're taking their own cares, just like the world who lives without a Savior. If you're with a Savior, with Jesus Christ, you need to take advantage of your Savior and Lord and do what He says and cast everything on Him once and for all and refuse to pick it back up again when the devil tempts you to do so. Once you've casted it, it's in, your, it's in God's hands. And I do not want to take it back out from God's hands onto mine again. I refuse that pride and temptation. No, I'm going to humble myself into the Word and keep them casted on Him. Can I get an amen? amen? This will set you free, I guarantee it. Amen? Spirit of fear has just been dealt with. Now you'll need to practice it. Amen? Overcome that worry by faith. Casting your cares on Him. And faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It doesn't come by hurt. Faith does not come by hurt. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing, and hearing the Word of God. 
If you ate a potato for lunch yesterday, it's not sustaining you today. You're going to have to eat lunch again today. If you read the word yesterday, it's not sustaining you today. You're going to have to reread the word today, amen? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, not by heard. It's constant, amen? And this is the life of faith which we live. The just shall live by faith is in the Bible four times, that same exact phrase. The just shall live by their faith. And the only way to get faith is by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Not by the word of others, but by the word of God. Amen? That's how faith comes. Whenever you hear the word, faith comes. Amen? You ought to be addicted to the word of God. Amen? Because that's your substance. That's your lifeline. That's your source. You're living by your faith every day. Amen? And this is how we feed our faith, is the word of God. Again, faith does not come by heard. It comes by hearing. It's a constant process. Amen? I think if Christians knew that, uh, they'd, they'd flock to the church. Amen? They'd, just, they'd be on YouTube all the time and podcasts and just listening to messages all in their car, feeding their faith because that's their life source. It's how we're living right now is by faith we're alive. By faith we thrive. By faith we carry out our royal commandment of love. Amen? We do it all by faith because without faith it's impossible to please Him. And those who come to Him must first believe that He is and that He's a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. By faith. Be it done to you according to your faith, Jesus said. Only believe, only believe. All things are possible to those who believe. We live by faith. The just shall live by faith. Four times. That's how important it is to hear the word and be a constant hearer of the word. Amen? The more you hear, the higher you go. The more you hear, the higher you go. That's just what the word does. It just produces all the time on your behalf. Amen? So I attend to it, and I uh, humble myself under the word. Amen? Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, it says, casting all your care on him. So I humble myself under his hand. His hand is his word. I humble myself under his word. I do what the word says, amen? And he's got me covered. His hand now rests upon me, amen? And his hand is right there taking my cares so I don't have to. Praise God. Don't tell me to take care again. (laughs) You take it. If you want it, you can have it. But the truth is, he wants it. He wants your cares. He is your caretaker. That's his name. Caretaker. Savior. Amen. Redeemer. Friend. Older brother. He wants to take them. Amen. All you have to do is let go. There's a saying in AA, let go, let God. I like it. (laughs) Let go, let God. Because he won't intrude on your life until you give it to him. Amen. He's a perfect gentleman. He won't take anything you don't freely give him because you have free will. He cannot. He cannot violate your authority as a man on the earth. And he will not violate it. He's not a man that he should lie. Amen? If you don't cast your cares, he has nothing to work with. Because you're a free moral agent with free will and authority on the earth. He cannot intervene in a human's life unless they allow him to. That's free will. You have authority on the earth. Man has authority. And God and Satan cannot intervene without your approval and permission. That's how it is in the kingdom. That's how it is in the real world. The life of the spirit. Amen. God and Satan cannot meddle or interfere with your life unless you first allow them to. Life and death are in the hand of the tongue. You choose who you want in your life. By the words you speak. Amen. Amen. Words of death get death results. Words of life get life results. Amen. God comes in through his word. The devil comes in through his. Which one are you speaking? Choose you this day who you'll serve. Amen. This is a good message. Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. Now go to Hebrews 2.2. Glory, glory. Does anyone notice how loud the world is? Is it just me? How loud the world is? Yes. They're drowning out their conscience. Drowning out the voice of the Spirit. Drowning out that angel that's been given them. Just because they get old doesn't mean they left. the angel left them. He's still there. Trying to get them saved. Amen? Trying to get them saved. Trying to get them healed. Praise God. Hebrews 2.2 says this. We'll start in verse 1. Sorry, 2.1. Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard 
So attend to the things you have heard. Lest we drift away. A lot of Christians are drifters. And this is the reason. They're not attending to the Word. It's amazing how fast you will drift away from the church, from the body of Christ, from your faith, and your position of authority when you leave the Word of God. The world's right there at the door. If I don't have the Word for a day, I'm, I've gone astray. That's how fast it is these days. It'll just be swept right back into the world. And the Bible says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind through the Word of God. But a day without the Word, swept away. You'll start drifting, amen? You'll start getting offended. You'll start leaving the church. You'll start leaving the Word and your relationship with Him, amen? It's amazing how fast that takes place. You need the Word. It's your lifeline. But the Hebrews gives us the answer for why many drift away, and it's right there. They stop attending to the Word. Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. And Hebrews 3.10 uh, says the same thing. If you turn a page with me right there, and I'd like to start reading here if I could, if the Lord will permit me to get through Hebrews right here. Therefore, Hebrews 3.10, I was angry with that generation, saith the Lord, and said they always go astray or drift away. They always go astray or drift away in their heart, and they have not known my ways or my word. This is the solution. This is the problem. If you're drifting and have gone astray, you've left the word. You have forgotten his ways, and his ways are the word. Amen? So run to the word. Amen? The word is your source of supply for everything. It is our lifeline. Amen? Don't be a drifter. Be a disciple. The only difference between a disciple and a Christian is their attention to the Word. Disciples attend to the Word. They discipline themselves under it. Christians do not. Christians drift. Christians go astray. Just like the world. And it seems like the world just sweep them away. They are living like the world again. Amen? And you can't even tell the difference between them and a true believer or a Christian anymore. Amen? The world and a Christian. Because many Christians are living just like the world. Why? Because they left the Word. Amen? Amen. I started drinking when I left the Word. I started sinning when I left the Word. The Word is your source of everything and supply. You leave the Word, you drift, float away. And the devil will help you in that. And help you bring you into a corner of isolation. Away from the body, away from the sheep, away from your flock, away from your brothers, your sisters, your mothers, your fathers in the faith, and completely have you in isolation, in sin, in bondage, in fear, in worry. Because you've drifted away and you've left the word. Amen? So let us hearken diligently unto the word of the Lord of the God. Amen? Lest we go astray. Praise God forevermore. John 15, 7 says this, Big John, the Gospel of John, John had the greatest revelation of love out of all the disciples. If you want to know about love and the love of God and the love he has toward you and us, read the Gospel of John and 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. And Revelation too, amen? He wrote all those. Greatest revelation of love out of all the disciples and he lived the longest because of it. Amen. Say, God is love. God is love. John 15, 7. I found out last week I can't talk and turn pages at the same time. <laughs> Please pause. <laughs> John 15, 7. Is everyone there? Big John. Gospel of John. Lord's doing work in our service. Just stay with me. Amen. Uh, we're going to deal with that spirit of fear. It's going to be eradicated in Jesus' name. Never pick it up again. Amen. John 15, 7. Well, can we start in verse 1? Get the just? Yeah. This is huge. Jesus speaking to us. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. He works on us. Amen? Amen. If we're fruit bearers, he's going to be working on you. Amen? It is he that performs his perfect work in us. That it may, be, that it may bear more fruit. Amen. 
Dead branches are purged, so more fruit can develop. Verse 3, you are already clean. Say, I'm clean. clean. (coughs) Say, I'm pure. I'm I'm holy. holy. I'm consecrated. consecrated. I'm chosen. chosen. I'm set apart. apart. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. Christ. Amen. You are already clean because of the word. The more word, the more washing of the word over you, the cleaner and purer you get. And contaminants just bubble up and are just... What's the word I'm looking for? Just eradicated. Thank you. (laughs) Completely gone. Amen? The word bubbles up inside of you and pushes out all the contaminants, all the roots of bitterness, all the offenses, all the alcoholism, any addiction you may have. The word pushes it out. Amen? Amen. The word stripped me of alcoholism in 2013. Haven't tasted it, haven't desired to taste it ever since. 2013, November. And I haven't been keeping track. I just know that's what it is. Amen? The word did that. It pushed it out. It pushed the contaminants out of me. Amen? Praise God forevermore. Hallelujah. The word worketh. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. He's talking about the word. Amen? Abide in me, my word, and I in you. As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself. You cannot live a successful Christian life without the word of God. And without being in it every day of your life. Amen? Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. He is the vine, we are the branches. Neither can you, unless you abide in me, in my word. Jesus was the word made flesh, John says. Amen? You have to abide in the word. Abiding and living in the word of God is living in Jesus Christ. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. Say much fruit. So the more you're in the word, the bigger your harvest. Amen? The bigger the fruit. And all men shall see it. Amen? Amen. For without me, without me, the living word, you can do nothing. And this is to his disciples, the church. Without the word, the church can do nothing on the earth. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. So it's up to you. We choose to abide in the word or to leave it. And again, here's that drift away verse. You're cast out of the branch and you start to wither away by yourself. The moment you choose to depart from the word, uh, uh, there's a withering process that starts to take place. But Proverbs 4.20 says the word is health and healing to all your flesh. Medicine, amen? It will restore your youth. It will restore your flesh. Those people who are in the word every day with the Holy Ghost, spirit-filled believers, and the director and the author of the book is giving them revelation into the word of life, they renew their strength and mount up with wings as eagles. And they shall run and never grow weary, walk and never grow faint. Just like I did, delivered from infirmity, amen? The Word did it. The Word lifted me out of bondage. Amen? And the Word is not a respecter of persons. It will do the same exact thing for you. It will work for whoever gives it first place in their life. I said it again this morning. Lord, I feel like I've drifted. I need to get more Word in me. My Word level needs to go back up. I repent in Jesus' name. I'm not a drifter. I'm a disciple. I attend to your Word again. I need it more. I repent. But again... You'll be cast out of the branch and withered away if you don't abide in Him, in the Word. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. Ouch. You got seared. You got burned. Amen? Because you left the Word. If you abide in me, and here we go, and my words, here he is, he sums it up, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire. The Word will give you new desires. You will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. Notice the key. You're abiding in Him, 
or he's abiding in you, say, I'm in Jesus Christ. I'm in Jesus Christ. I'm in his name. I'm in his name. That's settled for every Christian. Amen? We're in him. We're abiding in him. The only question is, is his word abiding in you? And that's up to me and you. And that's what separates Christian from disciple. Disciplined one. Amen? And in these last days, the Bible prophesies it, which means it's going to come to pass. Many shall depart from the faith, it says. And we know faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word, which means many are going to leave the word of God and take ear to seducing, deceiving spirits and false teachers. Amen? False prophets. False evangelists. The whole thing. Amen? And they're going to heed and turn their ear to lying vanities instead of the word. That's prophesied. Amen? Amen. So I'm just, I'm, as time goes on, I'm looking to see who's going to be a word man or a word woman or who's going to fall away. Amen? Because that separates the goats from the sheep. And there's a lot the Bible says that are just going to go right back into the world because they left the word of God. Amen? The word of faith has already been died down a little bit from the, next gener- the previous generation. Amen? People are preaching weird doctrines uh, and their own opinions of the word. And uh, they're not doing what Paul told Timothy the pastor of Ephesus to do was just preach the word. Preach the word. Amen? That's all you need. It's the word. He is God. He's the one that worketh. Amen? Amen. Not even our own opinions of it. But the word does the work. Praise God forevermore. Amen. Amen. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. That's a promise from Jesus himself. The only condition is that the word is dwelling in you and you're abiding in it. By this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. How? By abiding in the word of God. Praise God forevermore. I'd like to just turn pages right here and say this. The only hindrance to faith I have seen throughout the entire Bible... You ready for this? I'm going to shock you. It's going to be a dagger in someone's heart. Is unforgiveness. The only hindrance to faith, according to the Bible, that I have found is unforgiveness. An unforgiving heart. So if you're questioning why my faith and what I'm believing for is not, why aren't my words working? Why aren't my words coming to pass? This is the number one area, according to Scripture, to put the magnifying glass to and thoroughly check up on is an unforgiving heart. This will stunt your faith. Number one area in the Bible is an unforgiving heart. Faith cannot produce in a heart of unbelief or unforgiveness. So this is, this is the key area for all of us. Amen? is do I have an unforgiving heart? Have I allowed bitterness and offenses in? Because if so, I just get right back in the Word. They'll illuminate me. They'll illuminate them to me, and then they'll flush them out as I flush myself with the Word. Again, without the Word, you can do nothing. So don't try to forgive on your own strength. You need the Word to bring true forgiveness and fruit in your life. You have to sow and plant the Word so deep in you that it purges out those remnants of hate, rebellion, unbelief, and unforgiveness. Amen? And only the Word of God has the power to do that. Amen? Only the Word. You cannot do it on your own strength, power, or might. But by my Spirit, saith the Lord. And the Spirit and the Word are one. The Spirit will always move with the Word, and the Word always moves the Spirit. Praise God. If you want to make a place for the Holy Spirit in your house, speak the Word more in your house. If you want him on your job, speak the word on your job. Amen? You speak the word, he'll follow the word and back it up. Amen? That's why Paul said, preach the word. Amen? The spirit follows the word. He hearkens his word to perform it. Amen? He hastens it. So the more me and you speak it, the more me and you will see it come to pass. Amen? I speak it over myself, and I speak it over my family, and I speak it over you and all our partners online. Amen? The word's coming to pass. The word works. Praise God forevermore. Shout amen, somebody. Who's excited about the word? This is not an old book. It's living fresh and new each and every day of your life. Amen? You can read the same thing a hundred times and get something new from it every time you read it. Amen? 
Faith cometh by hearing, not by heard. Praise God. Get the word in you until it's in you. Until it abides and lives in you. Amen? If you're suffering with infirmity and you've just had it and you're like, why is this taking so long? <laughs> and you've gotten desperate. Uh, in my state of desperation, I, sometimes I tell those people you just haven't become sick enough yet. Because if you're desperate enough, you'll lay aside everything to get what you need. Amen? And if you're struggling in finances and people have been there in that same blow, you haven't gotten desperate enough. The Word is your solution. Amen? And if you're not in the Word, you'll never get delivered and helped. Only the Word can bring true deliverance. Amen? That lasts forever. Nobody can do that for you. Amen? You have to plant the Word in your heart. You have to receive these words by faith and take them and plant them. Only you can do that in your life. Amen? But if you get desperate enough, <laughs> Amen? Seek and you shall find. The Word's not a respecter of disease or person. Amen? It's a respecter of faith. I have to mix my faith with the Word. I have to receive it through faith. I have to believe that this Bible is His voice to me. That He guides me through His Word. That it is what David said, it's a lamp unto my path and a light unto my feet. That this Word directs my life in every area. If I have a problem, I run to this. This is my rock. This is my lamp. And I do what it says. Amen? If it says, say continually, I'll say continually. Amen? Let the Lord be magnified, who takes pleasure in the prosperity of His servant. So that's what I'm going to say. Amen? This is the solution to every problem you will ever have. The Word of the living God. Amen? Amen. You take what you need and you plant it until it bears fruit and harvest. Amen? And again, if that harvest isn't coming to pass as soon as you'd like it or as expected and you feel like you're doing everything right, you need to check up on the number one area that Jesus said, an unforgiving heart. Because fruit cannot produce in soil of unforgiveness. It's bad soil and you need to get it uprooted. For that lifeline, that tree of life, which the word is, to produce an upspring in your life. Amen? Praise God! That's what separates disciples from Christians. Attending to the Word and taking the time and making a quality decision to plant it in you like a seed. Take them. Mix them with your faith. Get in there until you know it's in you. Amen? Till you know there's a tree of health and life and well-being growing in me right now. And you'll know when you know. Amen? When the word deposits, you meditate on a scripture, by his stripes I'm healed, by his stripes I was healed, by his stripes I am healed, and it keeps going deeper and deeper, you know when that seed hits your bosom, hits your soil, and is deposited into you. You'll feel life spring out from inside of you. You take that verse you need and meditate on it until it drops from your head to your heart. And once it's in your heart, it's there. And it's growing. Amen? And we water it with praise and thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord, that by your stripes I'm healed. That word's in me, by your stripes I'm healed. It's in there. It's, it's growing. Thank you, Lord, that by your stripes I'm healed. Thank you, Lord, that by your stripes I was healed. I am healed. What can I do as a healed man today? Amen? What, how can I put works to my faith since I'm healed today? Since I'm prosperous today, what can I do? Where can I sow? Who can I bless today? Amen? Since I'm prosperous. Since the word's in me, which lives and abides forever. Did everyone get something from this message? <laughs> Praise God forevermore. You can stay seated because we're going to take communion. Thank you, Clarissa. Our usheress. <laughs> Clarissa adds communion elements. If you'd like to join us online for communion, we take it uh, the third Saturday of each and every month. Thank you, Ron and Ellie, for bringing the elements that represent the body and the blood of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Say it with me, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Amen. Great reason to cast all your cares on Him. Again, if you're the Lord of your life, you're going to be tempted to keep Him. If He's the Lord of your life, it makes it a lot easier to cast Him. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Oh, there's uh, already... There's two cups.
So there's already bread. The oh, there's oh, bread oh, in the cup. Oh, genius. You put them back in here then. We're working out our salvation with fear and trembling. <laughs> Thank you. Again, online, if you want to join us, just grab some grape juice and some bread and take communion with us. Amen. Yes. <laughs> yes. Share it. James 4 7 says Submit yourself then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Amen. Amen. So we submit to God through his word. Again, humble ourselves in the mighty hand of God. Same verse pretty much in first Peter five seven. Submit yourselves into the mighty hand of God, casting the whole of your care on it. And then she said, James 4, 7, she had the Lord tell her, submit to God, resist the devil, and that word flee is literally run from you in terror. Amen. So submit yourself to the word, resist the devil, and he shall run from thee in terror. Amen. Communion. You know where we're headed? <laughs> Isaiah 53? There is not one feeble person amongst their tribes. I will always read communion from this until there is not one feeble person amongst our tribes. Yes. Amen? Yeah. Until everybody has their healing. Yes. Glory to God. <laughs> I'm just going to keep sowing this into you until you get it. Amen? Yeah. Praise God forevermore. Isaiah 53. Who has believed our report and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Say me. me. He's been revealed to me. Say, I receive my healing that he bought and paid for with his own blood and his crushed body on the cross. For he shall grow up before you as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground, the word Jesus Christ. He has no form or comeliness. And when we see him, I add on the cross, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by man a man of sicknesses, literally sorrows is sicknesses there. A man of sicknesses and acquainted with grief, literally pains. Acquainted with our pains. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely, say surely. surely. He has borne, literally driven away our griefs, literally pains. Pains. Surely he has driven away your pains and carried away your diseases. He, the word, according to the word of the living God, this is what Jesus already did for you. Which do you believe more? Your body or the one who created it? Amen. You're going to have to choose. Do I believe his word who created me or symptoms in my flesh right now? And you choose this day who you'll believe. His word, your creator, or your lying vanities you've been dealing with. According to the word, he says, and he's not a man that he should lie. You and me are. Your body will lie to you. It may be fact, but it's not true. This is the only truth that exists. The word of the living God. Surely he has driven away your pains and carried away your diseases. So let them go completely. Because they're no longer yours to bear. He already bore them. Past tense on the cross. Isaiah is speaking about Christ on the cross. Amen. Twisted and maimed for you and me. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised, beaten, and bashed for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace, shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken. Literally in Hebrew, driving away the entire curse of the law was upon himself. And by his stripes... We are healed. Take it. Take the truth. Take your medicine right now. 
Receive it, mix your faith with it, and obtain and receive your healing like no other. Amen. Take it. Say, I take it. I take what rightfully was bought and paid for me. My inheritance. By His stripes, we are healed. You can't exhaust that word are. That's eternal for eternal beings. We are healed. Ongoing. I'm healed just as much today as I was yesterday. I'll be healed just as much tomorrow as I am today, all the way up to 120. And the Bible says about Moses, his natural forces weren't abated at 120, nor was his eyesight diminished. And he's not a respecter of persons. He's a respecter of faith. Praise God forevermore. Amen. Say, I receive. I'm the healed. He's my healer. I look to him the word first. If I'm going to take a diagnosis, it's going to be from him. And his word, his diagnosis says I'm healed. He's not a man that he should, what? Lie. Man is. You and me are. But he cannot lie. It's impossible for God to lie. So stand on this. This is the truth. This is the real truth. You are healed. By his stripes, you are healed. You've been healed on that cross. Amen. He paid it all. He paid it all. Amen. Faith will always trump feelings. We live by faith, not by feelings. We walk by faith, not by sight. We're not moved by what we see. Say it with me, we'll end with this. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I feel. I am only moved by the word of the living God. Amen. That did it. Thank you for being with us. And we forgot to take our communion. <laughs> I hope everyone received their healing. And if you didn't, uh, this is backup. Amen? Take it now again. Amen? With this bread, I thee wet. <laughs> We're one yoked. Oped up with him. One body, one flesh, one baptism, one Lord. Amen. So we do this, Lord, in remembrance of you. We take your bread in Jesus' name that was broken for us. And we receive healing for ours. In Jesus' name, amen. And it says before you take communion, I forgot to mention this, search your hearts. Make sure there's no unforgiveness in there. Partake of the bread. Rightly discern the body of Christ. No offense, no unforgiveness in his body. Amen. Say, Lord, show me. I receive. And now the blood of the new covenant, the New Testament, sealed in the blood of Jesus. You have everything the Bible says you have because of the blood of Jesus. Old and New Testament sealed it all in his blood. Amen? Fulfilled the law. Gave us the royal law of love. Royal law of love. Say, I receive his blood that washes and purifies mine. Amen. Now that's true medicine. That'll do the job. Amen? You just take your medicine every day. Take communion every day if you have to, to put yourself in a remembrance of what he did for your body, your soul, and your spirit.